Welcome to the Tech Legal Matters podcast by iAfrican Radio. Since 2015, we at iAfrican.com have been doing research and publishing about significant data breaches and leaks across Africa. Some we have reported on publicly, while others were too sensitive and we simply notified the relevant authorities without publicly reporting on them. During the same period, we have also researched and reported extensively on cybersecurity, privacy, and data protection-related matters across Africa. What we have always observed is that not many people and organizations understand the legal implications of the various technologies that they use. In this podcast, we will explore these topics and more, with a specific focus on the intersection of technology and the law, how that affects you as an individual, but also from a business perspective. New episodes of the Tech Legal Matters podcast will be broadcast every Friday. The podcast will also feature analysis, insights, and commentary from attorneys who specialize in information and communications technology law. My name is Defo Mohapi, and I will be your host. This episode of the Tech Legal Matters podcast is a recording from the World Cybersecurity Summit, Africa Edition 2020. The event was successful in bringing in fresh narratives, innovative ideas and awareness on key areas such as cyber threat intelligence, data governance, data privacy and cyber relations across Africa. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Well, now it is time for a keynote presentation on the five digital forces for post-COVID organizations. Well, we have with us Dr. Ganesh Natarajan, founder, 5F World Chairman, SVP India, Center for AI and Advanced Analytics, Senior Advisory Board Member, Trescon India. Well, Dr. Ganesh Natarajan, being a founder of the 5F World, a platform dedicated to investment and mentoring of uh, startups, skill platforms, and social enterprises. He's also a chairman of Skills Alpha, Pune City Connect, and Social Venture Partners India, and a co-founder and chairman of the Global Talent Track. He's also co-founded two Indo-US JVs, CalZoom's advisors and Center for AI and Advanced Analytics. So thank you so much, Dr. Ganesh, for joining us today. And we're glad to have you today at the summit. Over to you. Thank you very much. And it's a pleasure to speak at Trescon to an audience primarily in Africa. I'm very fond of Africa because I ran a global software consulting firm for over 15 years. And we had a lot of activity in South Africa and in Kenya. And I think we had some great customers like NetBank and Discovery and Liberty and quite a few of the mining giants, Nakumart in Kenya. So for me, I always find that digital is very, very advanced when it comes to Africa. And I'm delighted to share with you some very latest research we are doing on what makes digital really successful. I mean, clearly this conference is focused on cybersecurity. But let me take a few, maybe 10 minutes and a few slides to just talk through what our research is showing that what is it that separates the truly successful digital transformation experiences in the US, in Europe, and in Asia and Australia from people who try but don't really get there. So I'll just share my presentation. Give me a second. So I call it the five digital forces. And it's, of course, post-COVID because we are all assuming that at this point of time, COVID is dominating the discussion, and we want to see what goes beyond that. If you look at, I think, over the last five years since digital has gone mainstream, we are finding that earlier it was thought that only large services and tourism and media would really see the benefit of digital. But today, literally everybody, I was speaking in Dubai about, uh, I think, a year back just for Trescon, and I was, I was showing this slide. 
and somebody from the oil and gas segment got up and said look you put us at the bottom but we are actually doing so much in digital so i'm saying this slide is almost obsolete because everybody from tourism to utilities to automotive to public sector is now seeing the benefit of digital so and the interesting part that we find in digital is the winners are very few i mean maybe there are 500 com companies in one segment you will typically find that the top 3 or 4 are really dominant thanks to their mastery of digital technologies the reason being that i think at very quickly most of you are practitioners so i won't waste time on this we all know the technologies i mean we are now listing almost 42 technologies which are making a big difference in digital many of them are fairly recent including mixed reality including cognitive ai etc and the trends of course are everybody is moving towards integrating digital and physical experiences the internet of everything as cisco says knowledge work is being automated big data advanced analytics i'll speak a little bit about that on how the real success stories are developing it but most important is that people who started off by saying digital will enhance my productivity substantially have got there but people who have gone around to say that look let me improve customer experience substantially are still finding their way to make that happen because customers are somewhat fickle and they change their requirements every time and many people are now exploring the third one there which is finding new business models to make themselves successful we are finding that new business models are emerging like this most of us are aware of the original cost model which amazon alibaba google master facebook was also a zero asset cost model so was airbnb so was uber etc and all of them leveraged digital technology to ensure that an asset free sharing model could emerge it's moved very much to experience particularly in covid times i mean we are finding that whether it's um, apple or whether it is of course big initiatives like netflix are moving towards personalization customer empowerment instant gratification of whatever you need and is reducing the friction between the demand and the supply and of course today if you look at large providers like accenture many of the large indian providers of software most of them are enjoying almost 50 to 60% of their revenues coming from shared platforms i mean people like facebook master the shared platform so is amazon so is uber but in every aspect whether it's in banking retail shared platform models of building something for the community personalizing managing data analytics i think that's becoming the big change that we see and we are seeing even traditional companies like ge and caterpillar and siemens are really moving towards shared digital models what we are finding also is that people are now really really tracking customer journeys because the whole design thinking approach says that look a customer can start his awareness journey anywhere can consider through the internet through the mobile phone through physical visits purchasing can happen anywhere service demands can come from anywhere and loyalty schemes will have to work across all the omni channels that customers are doing. and as i said earlier the real mastery of digital is happening by those who are able to actually take this forward we're also finding that the new normal as we call it the post covid world will see a lot of what they call the dark world which was a word used last year in the world economic forum which is the of course is the whole digital ledgers and supply chains but robotics and blockchains ai and I'll, i'll talk a little bit about ai as we go along i mean even in the social sector we are seeing virtual reality augmented reality literally colliding with physical realities and of course today with the advent of quantum computing and 5g almost anything will be possible what we are finding is a lot of our science fiction that we were used to in the past 
is becoming real. I mean, there was a, a humanoid robot in the movie Ex Machina, which was called Eva. Today, when you look at Sophia, and I was I have interacted with Sophia in Saudi Arabia, in India, as well as in the US. In fact, Sophia was recognized as the world's first robotic citizen in Saudi Arabia. Because Sophia is so uncanny in terms of listening to you, AI enabled, having a conversation is becoming real. And imagine, imagine 10 Sophias on the shop floor. I mean, they don't tire, they don't take lunch breaks, and they can completely transform the way anything is done. Similarly, I mean, we all watched HAL 9000 Space Odyssey. And I'm mean, sorry, the 1968 movie, the 2000 Space Odyssey. So very, very old. But if you look at the way IBM Watson was developed, and even today, the kind of work it's doing, it's very much around this kind of a capability. So what we're seeing today, and this is something that I want you to just pay a little attention to is 80% of people in digital are still in the first half of this chart, which means they're still doing, they're very happy with their dashboards. They're still doing descriptive, et cetera, et cetera. But only when people have moved to really exploratory AI, and they've started using AI, machine learning, deep learning, have they moved into much more of predictive and prescriptive models. Today, companies like Amazon are so successful. Jeff Bezos is a trillionaire because of their work on predicting customer behavior. Apple is doing extremely well. But any one of you in virtually any segment of business or industry will have to look at cognitive, suggestive, predictive, prescriptive to be really successful in digital. What it also means is multiple new capabilities are coming in. We call it augmented collaboration, where technologies are increasing our ability to collaborate. We are seeing it ourselves in the COVID times with so many video conferencing platforms. Zoom is just one of them. Cognitive automation, as I mentioned earlier, where automation or robotic processes are now being given artificial intelligence, which makes them truly lethal. Social listening, where you know, your social footprint is being tracked literally by every current consumer and future, uh, future producer of brand awareness. Quantum computing and 5G, which I mentioned earlier. And what we are finding is, and I'll just end with these two slides. We, we started off by asking this question that technology has been always available. Even right from the time MIT in the 80s did a study called the future of technology, where they predicted that technology by itself would be very quickly absorbed. The real winners would be those who redesign their processes, redesign their business networks, and really leverage them. And the same thing we are finding in digital. In fact, we're writing a book on this for Bloomsbury, which should be published early next year. And, and all the success stories we are seeing around the world, as I mentioned, the most important elements are, first of all, reimagining customer journey, stakeholder journeys. How does your employee consume information? How do your customers move on their cycle? And at what stages can the digital touch point be really effective? The second, of course, is business process re-engineering. The point I was making earlier, that if your process is old, your technology is new, you're actually wasting your money. So completely rethinking your business process, your business network, how you interact with other stakeholders becomes critical. The third, of course, is the slide I just showed you, which is how do you build those big data warehouses, data marts, data lakes, and how do you take that with good BI fishing rods and pull out the predictive and prescriptive value? The fourth, which we're finding extremely useful among the winners, is are they truly developing an innovation ecosystem? Because it's foolish to believe that any organization could be somebody as large as Cisco or, or Siemens will have every capability to innovate for digital. So we are finding a lot of companies, including many of my clients, who are building out with startups, with entrepreneurial firms, and seeing how can you play a role in my innovation ecosystem. Last but not the least, 
how do we provide the skills to build a culture of true digital? I mean, we are finding a lot of AI platforms, particularly in India, where you know, right from prediction to personalization on the learning journey to giving people mentors and coaches online, a lot of universities are now using it in America. This is something that's extremely important. So these five processes, ladies and gentlemen, are probably the most significant things you need to think about because each one of these, you will succeed as well as the weakest of these. Because if you're bad, if you're weak in innovation, you'll find that all your multi-million dollar investment in the rest of it may not work. Similarly, culture, similarly, technology, etc. So just to conclude, I would suggest that, you know, if any of you are looking seriously at uh, the next phase of your journey, the customer journeys and the employee journeys are extremely important. From a cybersecurity consideration point, make sure that customer data is secure at every stage because we are finding that data, especially because of large social footprints, people are able to hack through and get data very easily. So I'm sure, especially some of you who are in banking or insurance or in retail or telecom will need to be extremely careful about this. When you look at exploring edge technologies or new technologies like augmented reality, virtual reality, IoT, 3D printing, 5G, quantum, et cetera, et cetera. Actionable insights is what you're looking at, but that is really what edge technologies give you. But again, the more insight you are able to share with your colleagues or with other people, with the government, you have to ensure that the data is not leaked. So at the edges of new technology lie the biggest concerns about security. So I'm sure all cybersecurity folks will have to look at new capabilities with some degree of, not skepticism, but some degree of care to make sure that there is no security risk. Processes, of course, the more you design and redesign business processes, you have to ensure that security is inbuilt. All the firewalls, all the password protection, everything you can do to make it successful. Digital data engineering, I mentioned, when you have large warehouses and lakes and marts, again, the tendency to be a little weak in the plumbing, a little weak into ensuring data is secure is important. And ensuring that there is no large malware attacks isolating malware, all these are capabilities that cybersecurity specialists will have to build. And finally, culture, as I said, people must feel 24 by seven connected with customers, with each other. But for that, we have to ensure that we train, train, train people, make people extremely aware and security conscious all the time. But my own belief is, ladies and gentlemen, and I've seen this happen time and again across all sectors, if you are careful, if you are visionary, if we look at innovation with the lens of saying that we have to be better than competition and much more oriented towards the customer, we can always be successful. So let me conclude by saying that digital will definitely let you lead in the business world of tomorrow. But I think the purpose of this conference and all the great work that Trescon does is to say, let's do it. Let's be the first to do it, but let us do it very securely and innovatively. So thank you very much for listening to me. And it's been a pleasure speaking as always at Trescon. Remember to tell your friends, family, and colleagues that the show is available to listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, or any other app that you use to listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to head over to www.iafrican.com forward slash radio. That is www.iafrican.com forward slash radio and subscribe to get notified on new episodes of the Tech Legal Matters podcast and any other iAfrican radio shows. Stay safe on the web.